welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you today? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm in festive. I'm festive mood right now. We're going, going down south to the bayou. We're going to take a trip today and talk about uh, Port Orleans. And I love it. And if you're an old Disney person... You will never call it Port Orleans. You'll still call it Dixieland. Dixieland. It's a traditional <laughs> name. Kind of unique that Disney, and we really don't have a lot of history on what caused the change, but the resort opened in 1991 as Dixie Landings. I've got one of those old, big, chunky, refillable mugs in my cabinet that we've talked about that says Dixie Landings that I will never surrender now. <laughs> um, and 10 years later, they changed it into... Port Orleans coming up with two sections. There's Port Orleans Riverside as well as Port Orleans French Quarter. Okay, so we're going to discuss just, uh, uh, I guess, a, an overview of both sides of it. So um, I guess let's start with, you know, what makes it unique. There are the two resorts. Do you want to break down what makes each different side unique or however you want to start? Let's, let's go from there. You bet. And so it's what we call sister resorts. They both obviously start with the name Port Orleans so that they imply that they go together. Many hours of the day, they will share buses. But because they have that sister relationship, they also allow you to use the amenities at both, which is unique for pools. We've talked before that there is no pool hopping, but for sister resorts, you can pool hop. We've also talked about all the moderate resorts, which is what both Port Orleans are, typically have sit-down dining. And French Quarter does not because it uses Riverside's sit-down dining. There's an internal shuttle, and you really can go back and forth between them super easy. Depending where you're staying and where you're trying to get, it is a walkable distance. There is an internal shuttle. And again, depending which way you're headed and what your timing is like, you can even use the boat. Okay. Uh, so let's dive into right away, I guess. Who would you say this resort is for? Like, who would you recommend this to right off the bat? So there's a lot of different people to consider for this resort. Starting with the French Quarter, that one is really popular for people with mobility issues. It is Disney's smallest resort. And you literally can stand out behind the food court and lobby area and look to your left, look to your right, and look in front of you and see the whole resort. You can get from one end to the other, no matter what direction you're going, in under five minutes. So people who are concerned about the larger resorts and distance to food court, maybe you've got somebody who's a little hesitant to use a scooter, French Quarter is typically a favorite. Okay, good. Uh, Over on Riverside, it's a really unique resort in itself in that it has standard rooms, royal guest rooms, and rooms in what we call the Alligator Bayou section. The Alligator Bayou is that hidden gem that sleeps five people. So we know that those sleeps five are a little harder to find sometimes. That's a great option for those families. And the royal guest rooms are incredibly themed. It's all about going to a princess party. And there's prince and princess pictures on the wall. And the gifts that all the princesses brought to the party. 
and incredible light up headboards that have firework displays on them. So for somebody really looking for that in-depth theming in a room, it's also a great choice. So a, a bunch of different choices, right? Depending upon the size of your party that's traveling with you as well, all three that you mentioned. Definitely. Okay. So another reason to reach out to a, a travel specialist to figure out what works out best for you. Um, do you want to talk now? Is now the right time? I mean, it's always the right time for me, but is now the right time to segue into food or do you have anything else you'd like to say about the rooms? It's always all about the food, right? <laughs> when you're in, yes. in the bayou, you're headed for the famous beignets, um, but here they've got a little bit of extra flair to them. I'm sure it isn't going to be surprising to hear that our beignets are Mickey Mouse shaped. What a shock. Shock and awe. <laughs> <laughs> so again, lots of food choices. Both resorts have their own food court. You've got the Riverside Mill food court and the Sasagula Floatworks food court over at the French Quarter. Again, they only have one sit-down restaurant that can be found in the Riverside section, and that's going to be Boatwright's. One of the nice things with the moderate resorts is you often don't need a dining reservation for the sit-downs. You can definitely make them, and if you know when you want to go, I suggest making them. But because they're not adjacent to a park and they're not right on that monorail line, you're not finding people heading over there generally just to eat there, unless they've always stayed there and didn't this trip and loved that restaurant. So, you know, maybe it rained and you're headed back to the resort early. It's easy to get in and get some food there kind of more last minute and still have that sit-down option available to you. I do love what you said there, though, too, because it definitely applies in this resort, but it applies to all of these resorts. It's sometimes you don't think to eat at the resort. It's kind of like, oh, I guess I'll eat at my resort. But then you do find the unique character that each one of these resorts has. And boat rights is obviously, you know, no different. And I love it. Um, they've actually stylistically, I love the big open ceilings there. And you really kind of get that extra deep breath and relaxation feeling, you know, it's not going to be character dining. It's not going to be heavy on the music and things though, depending, we'll talk a little later. It does back right up to, one of the entertainment areas. So you might get some background entertainment depending when you're there, but you know, great options. And again, sometimes that first night you've arrived and you're looking for something and it's nice to be right there. Each resort also has a bar by the pool as well as an additional bar to be found in the lobby area. So, so plenty of places where, you know, obviously, themed for the bayou there's there's always drinks in that in that area of the country drinks are definitely associated with it so i'm assuming mardi gras type theme stuff you can be found as can be found there as far as drinks and stuff too definitely in the french quarter really has that mardi gras focus you'll see that in the decorations hanging in the food court they've got those big masks and the greeter in the lobby is meeting people with beads and things of that nature. So the bayou is much heavier focused with that Mardi Gras theme in the French Quarter. One of the other great things, and I'm kind of going to skip around for a second, on the location of this resort when we talk about dining, is you're right near Disney Springs. So, so many options that you can very quickly and easily get to, whether you're looking for quick service dining or sit down, you've got about 30 choices 
just minutes away. And if you go back and listen to our transportation show, you know that we talked about the boat trip that you can take. And, and this is one of those boat trips. You can go from Port Orleans to Disney Springs on the boat. Really, really super easy to do. Really good for for those of you that have maybe some young kids that want to maybe you want to put them to sleep, something like that. It's the type of thing where it's it's an experience all in of itself, too. It is great. And kind of segueing into transportation, it is important to note that that boat is going to other resorts. It's Port Orleans, French Quarter and Riverside, Old Key West and Saratoga and Disney Springs. That boat is not going to take you to any theme parks. Right. <laughs> you're not going to get on that boat and suddenly end up at the Magic Kingdom. It's not going to happen. Unfortunately not. That would be quite the magic trick. It would also take a very long time, I think, to get to get from there to the Magic Kingdom by water. But, you know, not happening. Okay, so you've got you got the boats there. What other transportation, um, correct me if I, if I missed you saying it, but what other transportation is there to and from the resort to the parks? It's all going to be buses. And again, we talked that French Quarter is super popular. It's a small resort. It only has one bus stop, but it does many times of the day share a bus with Riverside. Riverside is a much larger resort. It will have multiple bus stops. So, you know, we've talked in some of our, probably our transportation episode in particular, about the bus. And I will say personally, when my daughter was really young, even in the morning, I wanted a seat on the bus. So we used to walk from our bus stop to the front of the resort because that was the first stop. And if we got on first, then we got a seat. If we waited till it came around to our bus stop, there often wasn't seating to go to the park. So that's always one of those things to consider. I know we've talked in the past that you know, you can wait for a bus and say, I want to wait for a seat. But when you're going to a park and there's multiple bus stops at your resort, it's hard to guarantee how many buses you might have to wait passing by to be guaranteed that seat. And one of the shows we had talked about as far as a resort uh, hotel uh, that involved the bus and like this, it's probably akin to something like uh, the Caribbean Beach Resort, correct? Exactly. It's going to be one of those big circles, so you can walk the whole distance, or we'll even talk about it in a minute in a jogging trail. You can get around the resort probably, again, depending on your walking speed, six to eight minutes to make it all the way around. Okay. So let's transition. You started it there with with some exercise and some recreation. You mentioned the jogging trail. I know that's not the only thing we're we're going to talk about. So break down some of the recreation and, and maybe some entertainment options that the resort has. You bet. So they do have that jogging trail. And as we also mentioned when we talked about food, they have beignets. So they combine the two. Every Sunday morning, they have a beignet fun run. Run first, get beignets as your reward. You've worked off those calories. You can eat them. And I, I, will, I, will, I will say this too, Sandy, because just, just to jump in there, there are two things as a runner that I can tell you that everyone is always excited for at the end of any run. One is a nice cold beer, and two is either a donut, and in this case, we'll just substitute the donut for a beignet. So you really can't go wrong with a beignet being there available for you at the end of your run. It is a definite win. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off there. Go ahead. No worries. So we also said that jogging trail goes, the resort works in a circle. The middle of the circle is going to be a lake. And in that lake, we've got a marina. So there is some pontoon boat rentals. That's also obviously how that lake is getting you to 
Disney Springs. It's also one of the resorts that offers fishing. So a little bit of fun. It's going to obviously be catch and release, but anything from little kids looking to learn to fish, maybe you don't have that opportunity at home. Some nice downtime spent that way. One of the other unique things they have is carriage rides. And in the right season, in the fall, we've got the haunted carriage rides. So those of you looking for a unique proposal spot, carriage rides are awesome for that. A fun family night. They are 99% of the time, though, in advanced reservation required. And that's going to be one of those things, again, you can reserve 180 days out for those carriage rides. Okay. Uh, we have not yet talked about their pools in, in any kind of great detail. What kind of pools do they offer? So each resort has a pool. And again, it's a moderate resort. So their main theme pool is going to have a water slide. At Riverside, because it's a larger resort, you're also going to find some of those quiet pools that we've talked about in other episodes. The more kind of here's a rectangle with some water to cool off. But one of the things that I love over at French Quarter is they have a phenomenal kids splash zone. We actually have a video of it on our YouTube channel. It's got that big water bucket. It's got little guns that you can squirt water at people. It's got the fountains that kind of burst up with water bubbles. It has a mini slide in it. So a lot of fun for the little ones. And one of the other bonuses to this water play area in particular, some of the other resorts have it near the pool and it's just kind of out there. This one is in a fenced in area next to the pool. So from a standpoint of where are your kids going, they can run, they're not going far and they've got lounge chairs dedicated to that area so that you can sit and relax while they're in that secured area. That's huge. Okay. So you can't talk about this particular resort and, and not mention it. It's taken us about 14 and a half minutes to get to this without mentioning Hee Haw Bob. I love him. And we talked about him um, back in episode 22 when we talked about adult only trips mm-hmm. and evening entertainment. Every Wednesday to Saturday, 8.30 p.m. to midnight, Bob Jackson is there. Kind of a combination vaudeville comedy piano playing. Great time. No cover charge. No drink minimum. Very limited food offerings. Um, We've had a late night dinner. We've grabbed flatbread pizza from the food court and brought it in. They're fine with that. There is a full bar there, so you can do bar drinks. You can also... Use your refillable mug next door and bring it with you. Or again, sit and enjoy the free entertainment. It is a great time. You just kind of get taken away. It is crowd participation. Um, not the kind of crowd participation where they're calling you up on the screen, on the stage. But everybody gets really into the spirit. And there's a bunch of sing-along type songs, Sweet Caroline and that type of thing that you're just going to have. A fun, relaxing evening. Yeah, good times. Okay, so a couple more things for uh, recreation that they've got there. You mentioned that it's it's the grounds can be a little bit expansive if, if you wanted to explore. Uh, one of the things that I think they do an, an interesting job, not just at this resort, but in some of the other ones too, is there is bicycles that they that they offer there. And a lot of the resorts have the Surrey bikes where it's, uh, you know, two people next to each other and you kind of have to pedal and sink and it requires a lot of teamwork. They have those. But then they just have regular kids' bikes and adults' bikes, so you can go out, 
biking. And those are hourly rental options. Uh, the last thing that I, I think we discussed that we wanted to talk about, and this is something I have not taken advantage of yet, but I'm it's entering, my kids are entering the wheelhouse for this right now. Movies under the stars with a campfire. Marshmallows and chocolate. What could be better before you want to put your kids to bed? <laughs> yeah, sugar. Load them up with sugar and then put them to bed. <laughs> they do sell s'mores kits. You're welcome to bring your own um, fixings with you. Definitely need to bring your own fixings if you're like me and you've got a gluten-free person in your house. Bring your own marshmallows. And the movies under the stars are exactly what they sound like. They've got the big blow-up screens and every night. They're doing a different Disney movie under the stars. Just relax. Again, a great thing for a first day arrival if your plane doesn't land till five o'clock at night. Maybe you want a little bit of an earlier night. Keep in mind the one hard thing with movies under the stars, just like fireworks on in the park, it needs to be dark outside. So that means in summertime, those movies start way later than they start in January. So depending upon the age of your party, you have to plan accordingly. You have to wait for that darkness and plan accordingly. That's fair. All right. So we've gone over a tremendous amount about this resort. What haven't we covered? You know, we left out a couple of key things. And the one is I talked a little bit about French Quarter and how everybody loves it because of that small size. It's a little bit of a double-edged sword. Because it's so small, it fills quickly and it often is excluded from discounts. So if bottom line pricing and getting a deal is your thing, don't get your heart set on French Quarter. I also love over there, they do a Mardi Gras parade on the actual Mardi Gras day. And they have a housekeeping parade in the morning during the week where all the housekeepers come out with their carts all stocked and big parasols. <laughs> Lots of fun. And then one of the things that we don't really talk about a lot, it kind of, Disney slipped it in back in early 2019. And I'll be honest, I was one of the people that didn't think it would stay. Um, but they've made dog-friendly resorts. And every resort level has one resort that will allow you to bring your pet from home. And in this case, for moderate resorts, Quarter Lanes Riverside is the dog-friendly resort. Um, they do have specific rooms assigned for that. So if you're concerned about, you know, you're going to be in a room that a dog was in, odds are pretty slim of that happening. Um, because again, they really keep to that same section for those rooms. Interesting. But definitely a reason to reach out to a specialist if that's, if that's something you're interested in doing. Because I would personally never think to bring my dog there. But if you're driving or if, if that's the accommodation you need... You're telling me that it exists, Sarah. That's pretty cool and unique. And just the opposite as well. If you have your heart set on this resort, maybe you were there as a kid and now you want to bring your kids there, but you have a child who's highly allergic to dogs, we're going to be able to walk you through or do on your behalf what we need to do with the resort to get a special allergy deep cleaning on your room. So those are all types of things we include in our services, which, as we've mentioned before, are free because we're commissioned by Disney. Sandy, thanks for taking the time this week to talk to us about this awesome resort. Thanks so much, Jeff. 
And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please, all we're asking you to do, share. Have them like, have them subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.